0: i tearing up. <laughs> it's just I about it. screamed right now, <laughs> and I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. I, I, could, I could be here for another no. hour. Yeah, I always go. it winds up homeless on the street. It's my <laughs> fault. I don't know what got
1: into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought. You know, if I'm working year round, I might
2: as well get paid year round.
3: So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sweet Talk, our weekly podcast here at Idaho State University's Continuing Education and Workforce Training. I am, as always, your host, Paul Dickey, uh, the coordinator of the apprenticeship program here at Sweet. And as always, joining me is Angie, Angie Wilhelm, our marketing person here. Angie, how are you doing today?
4: I'm doing quite well. It's nice to be back on a Monday after a four-day break i um, How are you doing, Paul?
0: I'm doing great. Hi, and that's the thing: is people who are listening to this might not know we just got back from the Thanksgiving break. I took a long break, and I'm coming back all refreshed and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Um, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> bright eyed <laughs> bushy-tail. Who's? I mean, you hear that and like it makes no sense. Um, <laughs> so, Angie, um, how was your break? What did you do? Did you do anything?
4: I um cooked Thanksgiving dinner for myself and my significant other and then uh started I'm renovating my basement so I did a little bit of work on my basement apartment.
0: That's so like fun. How about you? I I did <laughs> nothing. I, I, I had Thanksgiving dinner and did nothing. It was amazing. <laughs> it yeah. was like one of the best breaks ever. <laughs> so today we have some we have a wide range of guests with us today, don't we, Angie?
4: We have I'm so excited for all of our guests today. Today we are talking about an apprenticeship event that will be going on at Pocatello High School. And joining us, we have Amber Hall and Jennifer Newsom from Pocatello High School, as well as Jessica Woodland and Dylan Young from Century High School and Alice Rowe from Highland High School. I'm so excited to have them all. Can each of you uh, introduce yourselves and tell us a little about uh, yourself.
5: Um, I'm Amber
3: Hall. I'm a college and career advisor here at Pocatello High School. I'm Jennifer Newsom and I also call a college and career advisor advisor here at Pocatello (laughs) High School and I've been here for this is my sixth year in this position. Wow. Nice. I'm Jessica
1: Woodland. I'm a college and career advisor at Century High School. I've been here for about two years and it's been a blast. I love my kids. That's why I do it.
0: (laughs) Excellent.
2: Hi, I'm Dylan Young. I'm a college crew advisor too at Century High School. I'm a little bit newer to this. Uh, I was a police officer before and a lieutenant in the army, so I'm here now. Wow. I, I think we need a podcast just on Dylan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's an and interesting I, guy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
0: All
6: right, and I'm Alice Rao, and I work at Highland High School as a CCA, and this is my first year here, but I at Highland, but I was at the middle schools, um, Irving and Franklin both two years, for the past two
0: years. Oh, wow, that must be quite a change going from little kids to high school kids.
6: Yeah, <laughs> but it's fun, it's fun.
0: Wow, excellent, excellent. So um, today we are all talking about something that a lot of high schools um, don't talk about, uh, especially in the last I have a couple of decades, um, apprenticeship programs, isn't that right, Amber?
5: Um, yes, we um we are planning an apprenticeship. we're we're calling it an apprenticeship plus night because we're we're looking to kind of um, expose students in um, school district twenty five to more opportunities, different career opportunities for after high school. Um, we often focus a lot on like college appreciation week and college application week, and we um have kids apply for college, which is awesome. but, there are a lot of um, kids these days who are looking for different opportunities. And so we really, this is my first year coming into college and career advisor. I've been a teacher for a long time. And when I came, Jen kind of is, is telling me about different things that she would, that we would like to do that maybe haven't been done. And one of those things was focusing more on apprenticeships. There's a national apprenticeship week in November that um, we did put up some on. Um, kind of posters that gave information out about apprenticeships. And then Paul, you came and um, were passed out flyers and things that are at our high school and talked about um, apprenticeship opportunities at ISU with students. And so we really wanted to do something um, that celebrated that week something a little bit more um, I don't know, just a bigger thing so that we can really recognize apprenticeships in our community. And so we came up with this idea to have an apprenticeship night so that, we could include students and parents and we wanted to involve all of the high schools so that all of the students in school district 25 had the opportunity to hear about them and i guess we kind of you know we just wanted to feel it out and see if it would work out and then as i talked to you first paul and and you know we knew you were going to for sure be there and maybe speak about apprenticeships and tell students what those what those are about more so that they can get more information about them And then as we started maybe inviting businesses in our community that might offer apprenticeships, um, I found there were a lot of them and they were all very eager to come and to be part of it. And so it just kind of became um, just a good opportunity. So we just, we really went with it. We have over 20 businesses that have committed to come and be here for that apprenticeship night that offer apprenticeship programs. We added a plus to it because as we were doing this, there were other opportunities that we wanted kids to see, like we have a few a couple of schools um, of cosmetology coming. We also have Dylan out of the military, I'll let him talk about that, but just other opportunities so that kids can come and see what's out there for them, because, um, you know, and even if they still are have decided to go to a four year university or go on to college after this, that's great, but I think it's important that students, and this is ninth through 12th grade, not just 12th graders, but that they can kind of see what their options are. And I think this is something that um, maybe hasn't had a spotlight, and and it should, because we were just um, at a conference, and they were talking about the number of students who go on to college right after high school. And as an educator, I was kind of shocked at um, at the percentage. I believe it was less than half in Idaho, this was. And um, I just thought, gosh, we focus so much on that, which is awesome. But at the same time, there are so many kids that are missing opportunities. And so I think this is a great way to introduce them to some other opportunities in our community. And yeah. so, um, like I said, once we started doing that, um, we, all met together as college and career advisors in school district 25. And we decided this would be a great opportunity for all of the kids. And so everyone has been um, working to get businesses to come. And then um, Jessica is a graphic designer. And so I reached out to her and begged her to create some great graphics and things to advertise
1: it. And so,
0: anyway, oh, that's kind So, Je- Jessica, you designed the posters that been, they've been using to promote the event. Is that correct?
1: Yeah,
0: that is. You've done, that was, um, you did an amazing job. Those are really, I walked it's into the school cute. and I saw those in the hallways um, as I was setting up. And I said, these are really nice posters. Really look very <laughs> professional. Um, I, I, they <laughs> Excellent job. Excellent job, Jessica. Thank
1: you. I guess that's what helped, like schooling paid off, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, So how did you get involved with this, Jessica and Dylan?
1: um so Amber came to us and was like hey we should like do an apprenticeship night and it wasn't as like I think it started small but then like grew really really big and I think it's going to be like a super great activity uh, or opportunity and activity for our students to um learn more about what we have like what options are out there besides college because again like college isn't for everyone. I mean, it's another, it's an, like apprenticeships are another option. And sometimes people choose not to go to college. And we want to have our kids have an opportunity to do something more with their life, to get more money instead of just like maybe flipping burgers and stuff like that. Um, there's other options out there and we want our kids to, to see that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Dylan, how did you get involved? Uh, Pretty much, uh, same
2: way she did. I'm just more handling the military side of it. Okay, excellent, excellent. So Alice, how did you hear about the event?
6: Well, Amber, we all, we all kind of work together and Amber ah. told us about it. And we have so many different kids coming in and telling us that, well, I don't want to go to college. Well, we've got to find something that they can do. We've got to figure out their niche that they can do after high school. Because um, we don't want them just to go out there and flounder and not know what to do. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, now Amp-
4: Dylan, can, go ahead. No, go ahead. Hey, Dylan, can you talk a little bit about the military aspect of this that Absolutely. someone had mentioned earlier?
2: Yeah, we're focusing on apprenticeships this night, so it's not going to be a recruiting event. Uh, we're going to have a National Guard sergeant come down, and they're pretty much going to explain that there's, there's a big misconception with the military. They think uh, a lot of these kids think it's all infantry, blood, and guts, but in reality, the military is just like the civilian civilian world. So we had military, every civilian job there is, there's a military job corresponding to that. So we have HVAC, uh, heating, air conditioning, repairmen, mechanics, plumbers, and the military is a great, great way to open doors for this. Uh, apprenticeship is, is, is a big commitment, but in the military, if you do the guard, for instance, it's, it's a once a, month, once a month thing. And once you get out of school, for instance, if you do HVAC, air conditioning repair, you can come out of the military and know all about that field, have certifications. And if you're still not interested in it, you can use the GI Bill to either go to college or go to another apprenticeship. So it's a great way to open doors to these kids. Excellent. You know, I Excellent.
4: think it's really interesting, Dylan, that you say that because when my dad was in the military, he was an electrician in the military. And that's something he did part-time for the rest of his life.
2: It's, it's a great, great opportunity to open doors. And you get a try apprenticeship out, if you're really interested in it, you already know all about it. You have most of the credits done. Then you can go in the civilian world, take the test, and be certified. If not, you can use the money to pursue another you know, another route. So it's there's commitment to it, but it's, it, it's part-time, so it's not like a true apprenticeship.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm really kind of interested in uh, if you, any of you had any experiences with knowledge of apprenticeships before, or is this like – like, Amber, you said that Jennifer um, initially uh, approached you with this apprenticeship idea – did you have any knowledge of that, uh, Jessica, Alice? Did you have any knowledge of apprenticeships?
1: Um, I did. So last year at the tech expo um, that IOC put on, um, we actually were walking by and I see these little metal um, Idaho State, Idaho of Idaho like metal things and I was like "Ooh, can I have one of those and they're like yeah if you take our card and I was like oh okay and they're like actually we have this great apprenticeship opportunity and I was like oh tell me more and they were telling me about it and I'm like why would <laughs> like someone that wants to go into welding not do this like they pay for your school they pay for like some tool, some of your tools they it's like great it's like basically like here We'll give you a job and we'll teach you how to do it. And I'm like, well, that that sounds fantastic. So I knew a little bit about it, but before that, I was like, what is like, ooh, apprenticeship? Yeah, you can do that, but I don't know how to get you there. I guess.
0: <laughs> and I I think that's a a lot of people's um understanding. Of the I mean, I think we've all heard the word apprenticeship, um, and, you know, but you know, in what is that? And especially you know, in the state of Idaho, you know, the, you have the three disciplines of the apprenticeships you have the um, HVAC you have the electrical and the plumbing Uh, and you're right it it, is technically a job because you do have to find employment um, and then you're working and you can come into that with little or no knowledge and you know it's a four-year program you're working gaining that knowledge on the job but also coming to say a, a facility like Idaho State University for classroom related training that's required as well uh, but you know the the thing is is uh you know I, I again if you guys didn't have a a, a large understanding of apprenticeship I guess it's hard to speak to your students about that as um, um as well I I would imagine
1: it's very difficult because it's like we have a lot of kids they're not interested in college they're like no I'm absolutely not doing that I'm like okay well have you thought about the military what else have you thought about and they're like no. <laughs> And then we approach them with like, oh, I mean, there's apprenticeship and maybe try that. Like they don't see that option very much.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, Amber. I mean, I was there uh, at your high school last week, and uh, I do know that on the first day, I did have a f- quite a few students come up to me and and start asking me questions about that. And even though some of them may have said, oh, "No, I'm 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 going to college," I think every one of them took a, a brochure because they said, "I have a friend that they haven't made up their mind yet."
4: So I have a question for you, Paul, since you're our apprenticeship expert on this podcast. Can you talk a little bit about what the apprenticeships are and the employment outlook for apprenticeships?
0: Oh. Oh, okay. Um, well, currently it's it's looking pretty good. Um, you know, we have had a bit of a dip um, in the recession, at, well, inflation and so forth, but that doesn't seem to um, have affected the need for apprentices right now. Because right now, um, there's still a lot of building going on, and because of I, I think the infrastructure bills and stuff like that, there's still going to be some um, building going on heading into the future. So I do know that almost anyone who's willing to start as an apprenticeship, especially in electrical right now, uh, can find employment. I haven't had too many students come to me, uh, my students, who um, have not had employment, not be able to find employment, uh, because everyone's looking. I think a lot of times what uh, employers are looking for is they're looking for someone who's willing to do the work, because, again, an apprenticeship is a four-year program, and, again, they come in with little or no knowledge, and they over the four years they gain knowledge and become more valuable to an employer. I think employers are willing to give anyone a chance because it's, it's a hierarchy and they need, need people to haul the stuff, to clean up the sites, to do the scut work um, on every job. And that's typically what a year one apprentice does. And then they move up and they gain more value. So I, I think it's no um, you know, no downside to an employer to give someone a chance and hire them for an apprenticeship position. Now, Amber, you, um, before I had asked you a question on, um, on uh, uh, we started talking about students who they may have decided on a college career, but they have friends. And I think this the event you're planning might be a, a really good for planting seeds for people just to start thinking about an alternate career path? What do you all think about that?
5: I think that um, a lot of the kids who who maybe don't know what they wanna do um, see this opportunity of finishing high school as an opportunity to start making more money. And I think that what's great about an apprenticeship is that they can be getting paid while they're learning. And I think that it that could be really enticing to a lot of students that aren't sure what they wanna do yet but know that they need to start making their own income um, immediately after high school. And so that's another thing that I think is another draw about this that people will learn. Uh, like I said, I didn't know a lot about apprenticeships, but like I, as I keep calling around to different businesses, I recognize that apprenticeships are kind of different in each environment. And so you really have to get to know, you have to think about what you want to do and then get to know whatever business or opportunity there is out there. And we just that's exactly what we want to do. We just want to expose more students to more opportunities. And there seem to be a lot in our community that, um, that we, like I said, I didn't know about. And also, I think it's an opportunity for businesses in our community that may want to have an apprenticeship that don't. And I think this is a good opportunity for them to learn something about that as well. We have um, we have speakers coming that for the first half an hour of that night that you were one of the speakers, obviously, Paul, that will be speaking about apprenticeships. And then we also have like, um, well, you were going to talk about these. Do you want to tell them more about these, about the four people, right? Well,
3: (laughs) so it's interesting how, well, just I just kind of want to go back a little bit and say like, like my first year here, I helped kids with college applications. And by the end of the school year, I realized that we had missed a whole group of kids that that you know that didn't do anything you know that we didn't reach out to and so the second year I tried to work a little bit more on apprenticeships and they were super hard to it's a lot of work and this is one thing I've realized and I feel like is great about our position as being CCAs is we can advocate for these kids now as far as these opportunities go because I've noticed that in um, you know, COVID shut everything down. But prior to COVID, we were really trying to work on apprenticeships, and we were starting to make some leadway. And then COVID hit, and um, you know, kind of just put everything at a stop for for a minute. And so it's really exciting to have this event to be able to. And I've noticed that 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 I think there's some momentum behind it. That I think that their kids have been missing or these events have been missing or opportunities and nobody has known about them. And I feel like we're not the only ones feeling this way, you know, here in our district. I've noticed it across the state when I've gone to meetings with the State Board of Education that they're speaking more about apprenticeships and stuff. And so with, um, there's a new program, a relatively new program, it's called Idaho Business for Education. And I think it's been around for about three years now. And the job for that program is to connect to help businesses create apprenticeships. And so because, you know, they're out there our businesses need the help, things like that. And so their job is, and it's Roger Clotho, who is, he'll be a speaker that night. And and that's what his team does, is they work with businesses to create apprenticeships. And then they offer those apprenticeship opportunities out to the students. We've also been working with Leslie Law. She's with the Idaho Workers Opportunity Network. And I'm still trying to figure this one out a little bit, but I think more she works with union apprenticeships. And so it, there's just such a wide variety that that it's a great opportunity for us to kind of, I think, do like the legwork on it, to be able to, to, to simplify and help these kiddos out a little bit more and then we've also learned about. Funding, you know, through Launch and Equus that helps pay for these things. And so um, it's been great for us to be able to learn more and more about it. And now we can be better representatives and advocates for the apprenticeships and advocates for the kids to hopefully bridge that gap that I've seen since I've been here. I'm really excited about it this year.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm excited about it. Again, um, I, uh, all my instructors are planning on being there that evening um and they are so excited because they recognize that this is a um the apprenticeship programs themselves are typically you know undervalued or not um uh, recognized enough um and they're just thrilled that you're having this event and and you know willing to you know let create more awareness for apprenticeship programs um now I, I, I heard the timer go off, but I, I yes. really want to uh ask a couple more questions of uh Alice and Jessica and Dylan um before we head out. Yeah. Um so um uh Alice, uh I know you're planning on being at that event. Are you bringing uh, are you bringing kids to the event or uh how are you promoting it at your school?
6: Oh well we put posters up and I'm having you come tomorrow at noon. <laughs> to to share it with it and then i'm going to just pass out flyers to all of the students try to get them to all the english classes so that the kids know about the event so.
0: okay so jessica uh dylan um how are you promoting the event and uh, are are you bringing kids or are uh um how are you promoting promoting the event yeah,
1: we are we're pinging up the posters as well passing out flyers on instagram facebook we're going to announce it in our more like our announcements that we do. Um, I will scream it at the children. I'm like, just <laughs> kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no, I will we'll get we'll get the students there. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Amber, um, the event is uh, open to the public, correct? And you've uh, invited a, a lot of uh, employers in the area uh, area as well to be there. I'm speaking now if someone was interested in going to the event from the public, how would they uh, reach out to you?
5: Um, it would be best to email me. My um, email address is, it's Hallam, it's H-A-L-L-A-M at sd25.us, or they could call any um, any one of the high schools and ask for the college and career advisors there and get information from them.
0: Excellent, excellent. So I, I, I want to thank you all for coming on today. Um, I, again, 20 minutes just does not seem enough time for everything that we need to know. But uh, I, I do appreciate you being here. And I so much appreciate all of you for recognized apprenticeships um, and uh, seeing the value that they have for a career path for the s- students who are uh, coming out of high school and also helping plant seeds for the students that are just right now, maybe even just getting uh, an idea of what they might want to do for their future. Um, again, I I, I I really appreciate the work that you do in helping uh, sculpt these uh These kids and uh, try to help them create that uh, some sort of career path for their future. It's it's again. I don't think uh, career counselors get enough recognition because uh, again, you're there for students that you know are you know help them decide what they want to do for the rest of their lives. (laughs) And and it's it's such a gigantic responsibility, um, and and I do appreciate it. Um, And uh, Angie, as always, I appreciate you being here.
4: i'm so excited to be here i you know i feel like i knew a little bit more than the average person because of my dad's uh, past careers but i think what paul and all of you do is amazing um apprenticeships i consider it college i do because you're still gaining a a um skill post-secondary education you're gaining that skill Um, And thank you guys so much for being here and for promoting apprenticeships for those students who um, are seeking an alternate career.
0: And for the final thing, um, Amber, could you just tell us um, the date and time for the event next week?
5: Um, It's December 7th, and it's from 6 to 7.30. 6 to 6.30, we'll have speakers. And then 6.30 to 7.30, you'll be able to walk around to the businesses and get more information about their programs.
0: And that's happening at Pocatello High School, is that correct? Yes,
5: Pocatello High School in the auditorium.
0: All right. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you all so much for being here yeah. today. I really appreciate it. Now, if someone wants to get a hold of us, you can email us ha- here at C- a suite at train at isu.edu. Uh, you can also visit our webpage at cetrain.isu.edu. And you can call us at 208-282-3372. Thank you so much, everyone. Angie, as always, thank you. And everyone, thank be you. Be safe out there.
1: Thanks.